0: Welcome to (laughs) live from the Garland, the Goonies episode. So we are here with Chris Bovey. It is me, Lucas Parker, with Lucky Boy Reviews,
1: and Brennan Pointer with uh, Spocast. And it's not only the Goonies episode, but it's the first episode of Live from the Garland ever. We did one like dress rehearsal.
0: China. tried we were, it out yeah, I mean, for, the, for came, Twister, mm-hmm.
1: and that was a fun time, but we didn't have a, we didn't have a speaker. We didn't have a, <laughs> a, a nice little pink light on us, and we didn't have a guest. We didn't have the amazing local artist Chris Bovee of Vintage Print with us.
2: And how did you know I love the Goonies? Because you did a Astoria print. Oh, well, that's, that's
3: why. It <laughs> okay, that okay. Sort of just
2: happened to be a weird kind of coincidence, because weren't you
0: you're going to be in Astoria yeah. right in a couple of days. Yeah, in a couple of days. You're actually I- going to miss this because you were, good. I'm like, that's a weird. And then it turned out that you could show up.
2: And the weirdest part is like, we've already gone to Astoria before, uh-huh. but the owners of the Goonie house, like hated tourists. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, notoriously. And so they put up like tarps and everything like that. And you couldn't go up there. There's all the signs like stay off our lawn. Like don't come up the driveway. But I've heard it's a new owner and they're kind of chill. They embrace it. Yeah.
0: dude, That's what you want is for people to embrace the fact that the movie was filmed there because it's like you're not going to stop people from coming. What else is going on in Astoria, Oregon? really why doesn't the city buy the house yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't understand the jail
3: yeah they bought the the jail the the
0: jail is now a movie museum that you can go through and they have all like uh all the movies kind of filmed in oregon they have basically it's just a museum you kind of walk through and it's all set up and uh in each of the jail sales they have like a different movie like jurassic park part of it was filmed there there's like a.
2: Shining. Yeah. There's a, I think.
0: Yeah, so anything filmed in Oregon, it's kind of yeah. in the Goonies jail cell. Yeah. Or the whole jail is now a museum. In Kindergarten Cop, right? In Kindergarten Cop. Cop yeah, that's which is right. right near the house. The
1: school is right there. I need to rewatch that. That's yeah. right. I forgot all about that. And The Ring 2. And the ring, too. too. That's,
0: yeah, nailed it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, so, I mean, thank God. I mean, you're here, so if you weren't in Astoria, you're, what, going in a couple days, though?
2: Going in a couple days, really, really excited to be able to, like, experience the house and everything like that for the first time, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of stoked on that. Um, But, you know, like, who buys that house? It just, like wanting a fight you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, wanting privacy like that, that's gonna be hard you times, know what I'm saying? and
0: every time i keep thinking that it's gonna be a little bit different because i always whenever i go there i go to the house and all the signs are still up there one time the lady was in the lawn and yelled at me for because wow. i walked right up to the driveway just to get some photos and she was nice enough but she was like enough basically
2: wow so and I, like the last time we went down there, like I've I've talked to somebody else who um, runs a retail shop down there, and they have not embraced the gooniness mm-hmm. of Astoria. Like they kind of reject it. It's kind of like the the stepchild we don't talk about type of thing. You know, mm. for whatever reason. Don't ask me they why. Do the but same thing in Savannah,
0: Georgia, with Good Night or Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. They call it the book. That's how they refer to it. Is because. It, I mean, is it was because it, of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> it was long before that, but I'm sure that didn't help anything. I haven't been since his controversy. But uh, it is crazy because there's certain towns. So if you go to Brownsville, Oregon, where "Stand by Me" was filmed, yeah, they embrace it completely. Like the second you drive in, also nothing has changed about Brownsville, Oregon since that movie was filmed there. And when you drive in, as soon as I park you go into any shop and they immediately just hand you like a walking tour oh cool because they know why you're there there's no other reason to be in Brownsville, Oregon other than if you're a tourist there for Stand By Me and so they but they embrace it so everywhere you go to they have like little things set up they uh where Vern picks up the penny at the end of the movie, he was like, Oh, a penny, and like sticks it in his pocket. They put a penny in that exact spot See, and they like that's glued amazing. It to the ground. That's amazing. And so they the whole little town just embraces it. Like the tree where the tree house was, yeah. They have like a little marker there, and I mean it, it's cool.
1: Spoiler alert, we're, the, the next episode we're doing is live on the, so From the ground me <laughs> I <family, lie laughs> so.
0: personally like I love that movie. That's one of my all time favorites. Stephen King, that. isn't
1: it? Yeah, wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yep. that's that. Yeah, the yeah. short story, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was four past midnight. Was the book it was taken out? Yeah. it's called The Body. Mm. But um, yeah. Well, anyways, back to Goonies. <laughs> well, <laughs> Chris, get, I, I, so. I just
1: want to before we get, go any further, I want to introduce yeah. Chris. I mean, we already did that, but I want to. So the biggest part of what we're doing here is to share our experiences of being at the Garland and coming mm. here when we were kids and. Uh, and throughout high school and ever and whatnot, but why this theater you know, is so special? And why this and th- is, theater is and so and special? It's
0: Spokane in general. Mm. Like yeah. this is really the last independent theater outside. I mean, we have like an independent theater that shows independent movies, but this mm-hmm. is a second run theater and a historic theater. It's our last real historic theater that still
2: shows movies. Yeah,
1: and Chris used to work here.
2: This was one of my first jobs. This really? is true in Absolutely. high school. Order. Yeah, I was in high school. I was okay. like eighteen. Uh, this was probably the best job I've ever had in my Still entire to this life. Day. Oh wow. yeah, absolutely, hands <laughs> down. Because you know what was cool about it uh-huh. is that it only has a single screen. Yeah. So as soon as you come in, you clean up and everything like that. You get to BS. You get to just hang out for two hours, like just hanging out with your coworkers. And, and my brother movies. worked here as well at the same time. Like. We'd be playing. Cards Is he the reason you like started? That? You got the job here, or what made you want to work at the Garland? Like, why not? Yeah. Like, you know, like, why not? Because I always at a wanted historic historic to work at a movie house, at, you a, know a blockbuster, saying? for whatever reason. Uh, like, there was hmm. like, because that
0: was like the time I didn't. I for whatever reason didn't end up working there. I never worked in a movie related thing until way later in life. Huh. So, but it's funny because like. I just watched a ton of movies, but I had never, for whatever reason, never worked at a theater. So it was always cool when people did or wanted to.
2: In it was, um like, I remember my, uh, the, I was working here right around when Titanic came out. Okay. And that was like. 97. So, yeah, right yeah. around there. Uh-huh. So 17. Um, and they had a line all around the Holy block cow, for yeah. Titanic, you know, second run still, you know what I'm saying? That's, cr- I mean, that's crazy to think that was the first real blockbuster
0: that I remember that movie sold out for almost six months straight. Wow. Like I remember every single showing for almost six months was sold out. I think it was number one at the box office for longer than any movie in history. And I'm like, we don't get movies. Now it's like front loaded. You get a month where it's the biggest movie ever. But the fact that Titanic went that long and mm. then the second run was still that big. It was. Because back was then huge. when things came out on VHS, you couldn't own it for like almost a year even after it was released on video at a
2: video store. So, so this was like the last kind of big blockbuster thing? Well, block this was in between.
0: Even so, it was probably pulled from theaters because remember, the Garland used to get between video and first run theaters, yeah. The Garland would have the movie. So, if you wanted to see Titanic, this was the only place you could see it anywhere, yeah. It was just packed. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. That was
2: the only time I've ever seen this place packed, but it was there was something magical about working here, man. It was really, really cool, and like. My favorite memory of working here, this, you know, uh, so they told me to go take out the trash, and I knew that the trash had. Uh, so we have a compactor out the back here. Uh-huh. We, I'm speaking we like I still, <laughs> we're <right>? That's funny. <laughs> you <gonna get laughs> in trouble
3: for <laughs> yeah, taking out secrets. Don't let Jasmine hear this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a trash compactor around the back, and I knew that it had just gotten unloaded and I had a whole bunch of trash. So instead of like going through the long arduous process of like putting it in this little thing and pushing the button and like that, finished, yeah. I said, why, not, uh, why don't I just open the huge hatch where the garbage thing comes and then, uh, and then I'll just throw it all in like it's genius. You know what I'm saying? I'll be done in five minutes. <laughs> and so I opened this huge thing and it wasn't all the way empty. Um, it, it was, like, kind of a quarter full. Uh-huh. And it's kind of pouring out and everything like that. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Like, And I throw in the garbage, and I go to shut it. It doesn't shut, dude. It's like... It's probably like six inches or so like from to. shutting. So it won't and
0: compact unless you have it completely yeah, shut, right? Absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I got nothing out there. There's no one <laughs> there's no one else out coming to help me. So I am just I'm spending I probably spent a good hour like Shoving myself. Why didn't you just a, take things out. Yeah, I I think I, I probably did, but I was pushing so hard against it, and then I got it to where um there was a small little latch and it still had like a three-inch gap on it. And I got it to that point, And then I went and told my manager, I said, you know, I think I saw some kids playing around the garbage compactor there. They broke it. I think they broke it. This is somebody <laughs> else's problem now. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's only a first job move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, uh, never yeah, did that never again. Never think things through, and no. then like, somebody
2: else has got to clean up this mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. But yeah. No, so have you guys ever been behind the screen either?
0: I did briefly for a moment. Uh I can't even remember. We were looking for the power cord and I just got a glimpse of what was back there. Like I it was just pro- it seemed like everything to kind of all the seasonal stuff for the theater. Oh, uh, cool! But uh, so it's a stage, like it's a full yeah, stage yeah. I, that that's it. what I remember too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, now it, k- it kind of seems like they have storage, but it's like all cool storage stuff, like it's mm. movie theater related uh, stuff cool. that's hidden behind the screen. And then I was able to get up into the booth to watch, see the projector, and uh, saw where they had the old film reels. Like where you could see where they ran the real that's what through. i was just looking at yeah. man that was
2: really cool like mm-hmm. the real real stuff
0: i think they only updated it what like like 10 years ago to yeah. full digital to where they can't even i don't even know if they can show
3: uh actual 3D. film real oh stuff. really like,
0: yeah like 35 millimeter stuff i don't even think they can do it anymore
2: isn't the one next to it isn't that still film i don't know i haven't that'd uh. sh- be cool if they did have it though and In- I'm guessing that was Catherine, right? I mean, she... Like, yeah, she updated mm, 100%. Updated the yeah. Up- yeah. theater, updated the seats, everything yeah. like Everything. That. Like, I remember working here, and the seats were nasty, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> goodness <laughs> sakes. It, it, need it needed some TLC. I mean... You felt like you were getting a disease just sitting in bad. There, You know what I'm saying? Like, it was bad. Uh, yeah. What was it like? But that was k- part of the charm of it too. It, it was <laughs> the second
0: run theater, so it wasn't like you were going to like this glamorous spot. But there was something no, about that's because I remember being like that's a kid true. and thinking that old things were like gross and bad. Like I yeah. just remember being like, "Oh, it's old. You're, it's not supposed to be nice. It's oh, old. like it's old. So it's and supposed so when to be you went into it, you kind of expected it yeah. to be old, and then you would see some. Older spots that were like well maintained and nice, but this place needed love for a it long really time. Did, do, do you, yeah,
1: you know really the did. seating, like how many, how many it seats now versus how many you used so to see?
0: Originally, it was a thou- It was, I think, just over a thousand. A mm. thousand and they people in Wider here. seats. Holy cow! Mm. Yeah. So uh, this was so this theater was built in 1945. It was just post World War II, and it was the most modern theater in Spokane. I think it was the most modern theater all the way to Chicago. At the time that it was built, it was like AC, it, everything that a modern theater should wow. have. Oh, this It gotcha. was built for that specifically. Oh. And uh, yeah, they, I forget the movie they showed opening night, but it was a thousand persons. They sold the um, place out.
2: Oh, man, I almost You remember the a, movie?
0: Uh, it's it's a, not a super well-known older no, one. No, no. Oh, um,
2: it'll come to me. But, it's yeah, it wasn't one something. that oh, people gosh, would
0: recognize today. Like, mm. it, it was a pretty yeah. obscure, older film. But, uh, What was yeah. the first
1: movie you saw here, Lucas?
0: So, it was funny. When I moved to Spokane in 1994, the very first thing I did the day I moved here was go to the Garland that night. And my cousins, I remember, we pulled up to our house on the South Hill and we just moved up from California. I knew no one. I didn't know anything. I visited here like a couple times around Christmas to see my grandparents. And it was summertime. It was beautiful out. We were playing in the front lawn of our new house. And my cousins drove up. And they were like, all right, we're going to go out to the movies. And they took us to the Garland and we saw Aladdin.
3: Oh, and wow. And that was like
0: my very first movie. Like I the ever, cartoon? The cartoon with the- the Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, so I'd met Robin Williams maybe six months before. At uh, he was filming Mrs. Doubtfire in uh, wait, you, wait a minute, you met Robin Williams? Yeah, yeah. I know. so I was, a, <laughs> I was a, You're just gonna say that, yes, no, okay. that was so that's <laughs> Robin Williams. Is I've always had like a really special attachment to him, but when I was a kid, right before we moved up to Spokane, I met him, he was filming Mrs. Doubtfire at the Hills, I think it was called the Hills, it was a restaurant in uh, Dublin, California, and That's when I, so they were filming. You
2: just happened to be in the restaurant? No, no, we
0: knew that, no, we knew that they were filming there. Uh. And it was maybe like a mile from my house. So my parents, I was obsessed with movies even before that. They'd always known. And so they knew that movie was being filmed there. So like, let's just let them go hang out and watch this being filmed. And so it was the scene where they pull up in front of the restaurant when he gets exposed, when like the... Uh, oh yeah 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 okay so it's Pierce that scene right? exactly okay yeah mm-hmm. and so they pull up and uh so before they start filming i mean there's a lot of downtime with movie making where they're setting yeah. up lights yeah, and yeah. all that stuff and so robin came out of his trailer and he just decided to go meet the fans he's just a nice guy so he comes over and he starts talking to everyone like shaking their hands and at that point i had like spiky hair and he like touched my head and he goes "Ooh, spiky and that was what I remember him saying, and then he kind of, right after me, he walked back, and everyone's like, come back, come back. They all wanted autographs from oh, him. Oh, shit. And that, and so then... Did you get an autograph or no? I don't, I don't think so. I think I was just kind of in awe of, like, yeah, meeting him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think too, Hook man. came out right before that. Oh, and I was just such, man. like, a huge Robin Williams fan, and then... We moved here, watched oh, Aladdin. Too. And then oh, yeah. maybe a few months later, Mrs. Doubtfire came out and I got to see it way out north in the, I forget that theater that's way out north. It's not there anymore. It's like an RV park oh, or something yeah. now. But that's where we saw Mrs. Doubtfire with a, I think it was a special or double feature of that and Nightmare Before Christmas, which is a weird
1: combo. <laughs> that is a weird double feature. But yeah, that's, and so. A double feature at a drive in.
0: It wasn't a drive-in. It, it was the whatever that theater was that's out north in Spokane that they tore down. Oh, Newport Cinemas. Like, yes. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: That was like my home yeah. theater. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I went back and rewatched just a second ago. Is that weird? Cindy Lauper music video made in conjunction. We were with, just
1: talking about that. Really? And I, I've never, I've never heard about this music video that. But I mean, I I saw the music video in the in the movie of the Goonies. I've heard the song, and I didn't really know it came it was in conjunction. I was watching MTV all the time as a kid, yeah. and I do not remember this music video. And it was like it basically told the whole story of the Goonies. No, in, it was a oh.
2: totally random, uh, strange story where Cindy Lauper's family owns a gas station, and some big money. Chic or something like that. Like is coming to buy their family gas station uh-huh. and the gas stations owner happened to be a pirate who hid treasure behind a painting and oh. like, and, and, but the thing is they didn't just, cause they have clips from the movie, but they like also got all the same kids, all the same it's actors that are in it, like, yeah. uh, and they, and they had like this whole, it's kind of like a, I don't know, a side story to the Goonies. Exactly. Almost, you like know like joins the Goonies. Yeah. Basically. basically. It's basically. Like a, almost
0: like a kind of sequel, but they tell, it's like the same beats of the movie, but it's like a 12 minute video.
2: Yeah. Um, and Steven Spielberg's in it. In
1: it. Yeah. That's crazy. And that is crazy. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so we're here to see the Goonies tonight. Did we, have we said that already? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we're here to be, yeah, but no. No, we're here to see the Goonies tonight. Um, why don't you give the little intro to the Goonies and what it's all about? Like, you have all the information. So, yeah, so the Goonies is, which is
0: funny, I, I think it came out in 1985, so I was only two years old when it came out. And I do remember it being one of the first movies my parents showed me. Mm. And... uh It was just one of those movies. It was like E.T., The Goonies. It was kind of all at the same time. But I feel like uh, our generation was almost raised on Spielberg. Like it was just like a huge, he was such, and he's still a huge part of like just Hollywood fandom. But for whatever reason, that time it was like Jurassic Park. And then Hook, like most people don't even know he directed Hook, which is...
2: Spielberg did Hook?
0: Spielberg did Hook. I didn't know that. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't realize that Spielberg did Hook. He kind of had like that... I don't know. He just tapped into what kids were into at that time. I mean, it was yeah. E. Can we
2: talk about that? Like, mm-hmm. what is that magic? What is that early Hamlin? It's, it's him. It's percent uh, it's, chi- it's childhood
1: trauma. I mean, like <laughs> Steven, Steven Spielberg had so much childhood trauma that he like he just filtered it. He just filtered but it, it through it his like, like his like imagine imagination. Is that true? Did he oh have yeah, yeah. Tra- he, he had. He had. I mean, he was the oldest of. I don't know if he was the oldest, but he his parents got divorced at a really young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had an imag- an imaginary at, uh, um, alien friend. <laughs> and like, so a lot of what like is an E.T. is like what he went through as a child. And Just as a coping mechanism. As a coping me- mechanism, No yeah. way. Yeah, and so like wow. he used his imagination to then, he made like he made a a feature length film when he was like thirteen years old. Yeah, Firelight. Firelight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rented
0: out a theater in Arizona, and like, I
1: mean, basically when
0: there's they talk about things being people's destiny, like this guy was meant to be a filmmaker since he was a little kid, just grabbed his dad eight, his eight millimeter camera and just started filming stuff since he was like a little boy, and was literally making World War II films, when he was well, yeah like a high schooler, and mm. I remember like watching how he would do bombs going off he would put a stick in the ground and put dirt over it so when they were running and they would step on it it would like dirt would fly up oh, so cool. it would look like little bullets or like oh, bombs were kind of going off That's around him. but that was what he was doing he was just using his imagination as a kid and yeah just always kind of kept building his filmmaking and then broke out with jaws But he did tap into something still. Like, I mean, he's making Ready Player One and just taps into stuff that, I mean, kids are into.
2: And is he, like, it seems like, especially like ET, Goonies, like Mm -hmm. he's, he knows his audience are kids. You know what I'm saying? I think he
0: was still a kid. I still think he never lost that. I think a lot of filmmakers are just dreamers who are kids that are kind of creating the stuff that they wanted to see when they were young. Yeah. But they get to create it now, especially filmmakers like him. I think we've kind of lost that a little bit over the last few years. It doesn't seem as like imaginative and as fun. And now it's more like kind of more superhero stuff, which is always already kind of like built in I don't even know. Just canon like this stuff like that but it's uh because he was always coming up with original ideas like nobody's making stuff like et today or even No. yeah no, i no. mean
1: yeah like i mean i just think he was just he was just a, ahead of his time as a well, as a visionary a, like he was he just i think he just had a pulse on like what kids wanted and yeah. like he just or what audiences? Well, I wouldn't say even kids because like ET was the, the highest grossing film in like 1982, 1982, 83. And, and it was at the time the highest grossing film of, all time and mm-hmm. it, we're talking about a film that was made on a like a hundred million dollar budget i think yeah, t- was it a hundred million or ten i think that. it was ten million yeah. I, I think i'm mm-hmm. like but well, like
0: jaws was even before that became yeah the first blockbuster of all time yeah created like, the summer blockbuster mm. but
1: i just think he i don't know he just had like that and he's i mean he's still doing it like i like i don't I can't think of many films. Of, I mean, West
0: Side Story is his last film, was just nominated for Best Picture. Like, yeah. he's not irrelevant by any means. Mm. He's still going just as strong. I don't, and his newest movie that he's making right now, it's called The Fablemans, and it's all about his childhood falling in love with the movies. Oh, cool. And so, we're going to kind of get a nostalgia picture from him. Oh, cool. It's almost like he's, you can tell he's nearing, I mean, he's an old guy now. Yeah. Like, what, in his late 70s or something like that. Mm. And so, it's almost like he's looking back and he's talking about basically how he became, who he became and the foundation of it. Mm. And so I can't, we haven't seen a trailer. There's no poster. We know the casting of it. That's about it. Cool. And so, uh, yeah, but it's literally a story of him falling in love with the movies. That's cool. And yeah, I mean, he made our generation at least for me personally, like all the movies that I loved growing up, were Spielberg films. Yeah. Because I
2: remember the no, absolutely. first
0: real blockbuster I saw, the one that made it the biggest impression on me was Jurassic Park. And didn't he have a hand in Back to the Future too? Like a- Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, him and Robert Zemeckis, I think he even handpicked Robert Zemeckis yeah. to do that movie. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean everything he everything that guy touched just like blew up at that time and still does. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean the fact he kind of tied in this movie just with kids and created like this was a movie that like outsiders like misfit kids could relate to
2: see that's what i've okay i've just been processing like what is it about goonies that i loved especially as a kid Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like and it was it was Everything that you would want to do Like on a summer day You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Like One of those endless days You want to go find Some sort of treasure map You know what treasure, I'm saying Yeah 100 And you want to go Like fight pirates And like all sorts of stuff Like And have it, it
0: be real Have it actually yeah. The adventure turn out to be What you were hoping It was going to be I yeah, remember like Finding a, a key When I was a little kid And being like I know this goes to like Something special That's what I'm and saying And I was sticking into every Like lock in my house <laughs>
3: like Absolutely. Thinking it was going to going to like
0: open up something that I was like you didn't know what the next step of it was going to be and in the goonies the next step was always just bigger and bigger and bigger and then it gets to the point where so the open or that scene where they see the pirate ship that's a real pirate ship they built it for that movie no shit. it took them 2 months to build and so when the kids see it for the first time, that's real. They, it was well, it was real. And then they all started swearing because they were like,
1: "Holy shit!" Like, they all started. Ah, so they, like great. had to like reshoot it.
0: But the first time they saw it, they like locked that all down. And they were they used sections of it, but a lot of it they were literally so stunned that they all started swearing that they couldn't use all <laughs> of the footage. But then when the movie was over they were literally trying to give that pirate ship away they're like anyone can take it anyone who wants this you can have it no one wanted it no one took it so they scrapped. what happened? they scrapped it Oh,
1: my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That no is crazy. And the pirate
0: map, uh, Sean Austin got it, and so he had it, like, in his room as a little kid, and, like, four or five years after filming, his mom <laughs> thought it was garbage because it was old and crumpled. Oh, my gosh. And she threw it away. <laughs> uh, Come his on. mom's patty dude. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. yeah that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so she threw it away. Yeah. And so wow. that map is gone, and the pirate ship is gone.
2: Wow. Yeah. Like, and, and going back to the kid adventure thing, like, when you see Sean Austin like discover One-Eyed Willie's treasure there, you're just like, dude, it goes from a normal story Uh of just these guys hanging around their house to all of a sudden there's treasure underneath Astoria, Oregon. Yeah. Mm. and. A whole pirate ship with caves. That's and like fantastic, all this, yeah. man. That's everything that a kid wants to do. You exactly. know, you know what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. really Some cool. Special thing that and you get to into tap that. into. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I mean,
0: it and it still is. Like people, there. We'll see how many people show up to this movie in the next like 45 minutes. Like this movie still pulls a crowd.
3: Like, yeah, if you no. put
0: this in in like a nostalgic theater, and it, it just. It pulls you back to that time, especially like our innocence kids. St- I never know what movies are going to transition to the next generation. Cause mm. like you'll so show some stuff to kids now, and they just they don't care. They it doesn't click. Like they don't get it, or they just don't care. It doesn't connect to them for whatever reason. And there's certain movies like The Sandlot or Home Alone that they're whatever it is they're they timeless. That. They tap yeah. into something yeah. that kids still connect to today. Yeah, my mm.
1: my my six year olds love. Home Alone. Yeah, they like, love they Home Home love Alone. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, Chris, you're a little bit older than us, not too much. But do you did you have an experience with this movie as a child?
2: Well, I grew up in Australia. Yeah, um, you did. You really? I didn't know. that. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, so w- this came out eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would have been five years old. Um, in Australia, for some reason, don't ask me why, but they get movies like later, years later. Yeah, you know? don't ask me why. I I can't figure it out. So, when I really remember connecting with this is probably around the age of eight, and probably the age of the kids. The age of the kids. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? All, that's perfect timing. And uh, what I remember, because uh, in Australia, there was just this fascination with American culture, mm-hmm. and everything about this movie what like screamed american culture adventure. like okay. adventure yeah. like i i remember like it's burned into my brain um chunk right yeah at the end, Chunk has Domino's pizza. Yep. And in Australia, we didn't have Domino's pizza. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so I and I was just in awe of that. I was like, whoa. You and, just wanted and, Domino. Like, you yeah. Wanted, and, and as soon as I got to America, I was like, oh, McDonald's, Domino's. Yeah. Like, look at all these things that I've grown up with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, um, but I, but that is the biggest thing that I can remember about this movie is is probably the uh,
0: just wanting to be in America, wanting to be it. in America. That's because crazy, man. I didn't know you were raised in Australia. That's, yeah,
2: yeah. But it seems like so exciting, so yeah. adventurous. You know what I'm saying? So like, when you
0: came here, was it as exciting? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a disappointment. So I talked to whenever I talk to but, Europeans that come to Hollywood, they're like, "Oh, we're going to Hollywood. It looks so glamorous," and they actually go and they're like. What is this? And
2: I'm like, <laughs> but hats off to Spielberg because, you know, he created that. He made yeah. that. You yeah. know, he made something that uh, kind of transcends America, you yeah. know, and, and it's it, well, in a romantic Like, yeah.
0: even now, I still only go to Astoria, Oregon because really that movie was filmed there. And now I just like going for that reason because it is kind of like a little escape. Like, it's beautiful, even in the mm-hmm. movie. Just the fog going mm-hmm. through the trees, and it has that very specific northwest feel. Why to did it. they pick Astoria? Do you know? Uh, like, not well. I, even as I was reading about the movie, they kind of talked about how if there, for a pirate ship to get up there at the time that it was supposedly happened, like in the sixteen hundreds they would have had to have been being chased by European ships that were trying to get whatever cargo they mm-hmm. had back. And they're like, this would have been very rare. Like they probably didn't have. So I don't know why they chose the, I think it was originally. So Chris Columbus who did home alone, home and, alone and like all yeah, that. And like yeah. the first couple Harry Potters, he was writing it and he originally said it in Ohio because when he was a kid being raised in Ohio, he would go into the coal mines and the old mining shafts and he would go uh. down there and he would always kind of imagine like treasure hunting or finding something cool. And so he wanted to basically do it like with these secret tunnels and all that stuff. And when they decided to do pirates, they set it on the coast uh. and I don't specifically know why they uh, did a story. There is a reason I forget what it is though, but, uh, I mean,
2: geographically, I mean, it's not too far from California. I, no. I know, like, and didn't beautiful. Lucas, like, do a lot of Northern California yeah. type stuff and everything like that? Yeah, too? so
0: did Spielberg. I mean, that yeah. thing, with Jurassic Park and, yeah. all, like, a ton of stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know why. Like, there, I do remember reading something about, I think it might have been even Richard Donner, the director, who kind of fell in love with. Astoria or just that part of how the can Pacific you not land. man it's beautiful it is beautiful. well it's funny when I go there because I was living in San Francisco for a while and when I'm in Astoria it feels like I'm in San Francisco but it was like San Francisco that never became San Francisco because oh, you're okay. still in the bay you still have the bridge right there yeah. there's like this inlet but it's you can tell it's kind of had its heyday in the kind of early 1900s, like Victorian era in America. So there's still some of those houses there, but it never became like a major metropolitan. And I remember, I think my uncle kind of told me why. And he said back then when they were doing all the shipping routes, like off the coast, that Astoria had some, I forget, it was like legal issues, whatever the way it was being run, Seattle basically had bordellos and like all the bars and all that stuff that they, so all the ships that were coming through, that's where the people, like the basically crewmen wanted to stop. And so they didn't want to come to Astoria. They would stop in Seattle. And that's why uh, Seattle blew up is because that's where all the crew people basically. Wow. <laughs> and so Astoria never became San Francisco or Seattle. Wow. That's the reason why. So wow. they would stop above it and then they would go back down to the major port, which was <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah which is kind of crazy because you can see it's all like built it's it's set up perfectly for it it's like literally a beautiful bay right there and it's a gorgeous part of the country yeah but it's still kind of undiscovered like it feels very small town ish when you're there and but it's beautiful it has everything that you kind of love about san francisco all the rolling hills and the beautiful absolutely but it's just a small town version of that it just never blew up.
2: Okay, so you're gonna spill the beans on where Goonies came from? The name, yeah. Goonies so why? From?
0: So it's funny because the name is the Goonies, and they call themselves the Goonies, but most people don't know why they. No, call it themselves, seems
2: like this insider club that's already pre-established. Yeah. Before, like, as but soon why as the, the
0: Goonies? Like the name Goonies. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. So in Astoria, the poor part of town is where these kids all hung out, and it was called the Goondocks. Mm. and Shut so they up. yeah so they call themselves the goonies because they all hung out on the docks, no and that's like way. where uh chunk is playing like the video games and stuff in the beginning of the movie is when he like the sees dock? the cop yeah car yeah and he's like and pressed up against up the, against the against window the wall. Yeah. yeah yeah that's all like that part of town where they they would hang out
1: so the name of the film didn't come till later in the in it, it must have until like when they were decided to unless, film in Astoria.
0: Unless if they wrote it knowing that it was going to be filmed in Astoria, I don't, mm. that's something I would have to like really dig into. Cause yeah. it almost seems like, yeah, the movie was so tied into where it was filmed that it almost seems like they wrote it with Astoria in mind. So I don't know if that's true though.
1: Yeah. What, what is your affinity for Astoria, Chris? Like I know you, we have these prints that you've, that you that you that you have and that you've made and you made this is a recent
2: print that you did of Astoria yeah like and you're going there next week um yeah um i you know and again like i was telling you um i don't see very many people especially in astoria like embrace this they go the other way and like try to deny this movie ever happened yeah. but so i wanted to create at least one a story of print uh and just have it loosely goonie themed you know loosely yeah. like it's a kind of a goonies font but i uh i wanted to try like a beautiful sunset and mm-hmm. pirate ship and stuff like that so you use this technique called split fountain and all it is is you're taking like red orange yellow and then go back to orange and then you're just swiping it back and forth sideways you turn the press sideways basically so every single um every single print has different swirls oh. of sunset cool. um behind it you know what i'm saying yeah. like no one's ever gonna know no one's ever gonna Unless pick you put up a on bunch it. of them together yeah 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 but then but some of them will have like big gradients and big swirls wow. like wherever i did that but Um, And the cool thing is, too, it's got this texture. The paper has this texture, and it's almost like an old treasure map. Oh, sweet. Yeah, Yeah. and and no one's going to ever pick up on that either, you know what I'm saying? But, like, those subtle little touches, like, uh, such a love for (laughs) that. Like, my wife Liz was saying, are we going to take any prints down to a story? I'm like, I don't know what we would do with them, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I don't know if anyone would like them or if they'd hate them. Someone would. I feel like people, even if it's
0: tourists there and they like see, I, be, I mean, it's yours. That's the thing is, man, your work taps into like a nostalgia, like, cause you love that stuff. So, but you love the stuff that other people love about the places that Absolutely. they're going
2: to. And they get tons of cruise ships. Yeah. Just yeah. to Astoria. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, it seemed like such a missed opportunity. Well, the only reason I
0: went to Astoria is because the Goonies was filmed there. Absolutely. Just, I mean, and so many people do that. The, like, exactly. it's like yeah, what's the reason to go to Astoria? Cause when you're there, it's not like a really vibrant small town, but it, when You're there, it's like more relaxing and kind of chill, but you go there because the Goonies was filmed,
2: absolutely there. And right. That
0: nostalgia is still attached to that place. That's why it's kind of funny that the house that it was filmed at they rejected. it, they're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the main place, too. But at least the prison embraced it and like got fully into the fact the movie was filmed there, yeah. But it is funny that that's town that's literally the only reason people go there is because of the movie but then they don't really love that it was no. filmed there too cuz
2: we were talking about like if we did a vintage print thing down um, there, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like capture Goonies, capture that type of thing. But the tourists
0: like would thing. love it. That's the, the thing. The, tourists is the, tu- would the locals love it. would probably love it. No, the locals would upset. run you out of town, man. But yeah. The but tourists They're would very love protective it. of that town, too. They, really they really are. are dude. Yeah. yeah. There's a weird vibe to it. Like, Absolutely. I remember I went to, I think I saw the last movie I saw, there was It Chapter 2. And I walked into the movie, and I remember... Because every time I go into a the theater, I always talk to people at the theater about, like, what's it like here? What, do you guys get busy? Is it tourists? Like, i probably bug them. But the kid was didn't want to talk to me at yeah. all. Like, it was just super cold and kind of just knew I was a tourist. And they almost project the tourists. They're not a fan of it. You can tell summer season is probably their least favorite. Because
2: maybe they know that you're there for the Goonies. You know what I'm saying? And and don't get me wrong, Astoria is beautiful and there's Mm -hmm. awesome parts of Astoria that have nothing to do with the Goonies. You oh, know what I'm most saying? Of like it, I would say. It's beautiful. Is, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful city. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like we're just focusing strictly on the Goonies, but like that's a great entry point for a lot of people. Mm. Like they come there for that mm-hmm. and then they see how beautiful the rest of the city is. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah. I, I think you could treat it both, you know, you could play with both, you know what I'm for saying? For sure. I mean that's why I think a lot of people do go there though. Yeah. It's funny,
1: like I mean, I didn't. So I've gone to the story a couple times, but I didn't go there because of the Goonies. Like oh, okay. I went there because of it was Seaside, Oregon. Like yeah, so, I yeah. go, vi- we go and vacation at Seaside, and we'll go down to Cannon Beach, and and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of. Tourists down there, like, anyways, for like the sea, like, I mean, mm. for like going to the ocean, like, for sure. And Cannon Beach is this, I mean, also Goonies, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah like yeah. You, you, the Haystack that's Rocks, in, like, print too, yeah, like, the that, very, yeah, like the, bag, yeah. the story gets a lot of the the pub, but like, uh, I think the biggest, best scene in that movie is Haystack Rocks, and yeah, that's like yeah. not even in a story, it's like you get to a go down it's 20 there. miles down the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> down the beach, <laughs> and uh, but it's just that part of I just it's being next to the ocean is so I it's so so soul, soul filling like it's I just beautiful. it's I've I've spent like weeks there and I just I I can't speak more than like go if you have never if you need to go visit the ocean <laughs> don't go to the Washington coast yeah go <laughs> go to the Oregon go to coast, the
3: coast. <laughs> coast. Yeah. Like it's just different it's just different yeah I've done
0: the drive from san diego up to seattle a couple times like where i just go all the way up the one and it is crazy how you just feel and see the coastline change like Mm. you start in southern california where it's very like very bright very sunny palm trees stuff like that and as you go further north you start getting the evergreens and like Mm. a lot of Mm. them go right up to the the water it's not even like beach and then the beach even starts to change you'll get like stones you'll get like small like kind of uh round stones and then some Mm. like but the Oregon coast is still beautiful beach but it's foggy it's a little bit more gloomy but it's just as beautiful but it's a completely different feel than the southern California absolutely feel to it but that's what this movie captures too it's always kind of rainy it's a little dark it's damp there's always like mist kind of in the hills around them and it kind of has that kind of fall, like what you, yeah. with the sunset, they're also yeah. fall colors. Like yeah. that whole aesthetic is completely trapped in that movie too. Mm. It has like a rainy day kind of vibe it. does. Too. It, it totally yeah, does. Yeah, and it kind of
2: sets that up in the attic, you know what I'm yep. saying? Lightning, you know, everything oh, like I that. I love that mm. part too where
0: like, what is it? He's, he, uh, so Sean Austin wants to, Get into whatever, I think it was oh, like yeah. a map or whatever. It yeah, is. so yeah, he gives it to Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he knows he's going to break it. Like, it. He like counts <laughs> it down. He's like, five, four, three. And he's like, drops it. And, he's like, All <laughs> right. and then he can dig in behind it. But that <laughs> part was just like. When the David statue
2: falls <laughs> <up>, off, <you
0: know?
2: laughs> he's like, that's my mom's <laughs> <those> favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put the thing
0: like upside down So He's like, oh, dude, it's, it's like if God designed it that way, you'd be pissing in your eyeball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, it, that movie has so many classic lines that I. still remember saying to this day like it's not quite as much as uh the sandlot but it's like right up
2: there yeah Yeah. absolutely
0: i mean it was like back to the future sandlot goonies like there's just these movies that still are just as relevant today and i don't think it's maybe it's just for our generation we're like raising the kids on it but right i feel like we'll this generation's kids pass it on to the next generation also. It's And only time will tell. Like, we just don't really know what's going
2: to last. Is um, So, speaking of filming locations in Astoria, Mm -hmm. we have the Goonies house. We have the jail. Mm -hmm. Was Mama Fratelli's restaurant thing, is that real? Or was that set up for the movie? I want to say it was probably set up
0: for the movie. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen, I didn't read anything about it. I didn't see anything about it. It kind of just seemed like that was... Just, Almost set up for the yeah. movie but that, and it had a cool name too. It was like the Lighthouse Cafe or the Lighthouse yeah, Festival. W- and like,
2: because I was thinking of just doing a print of that place, you yeah. like it back in its heyday or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. Uh, but it would just be you know, it'd like, be very insider, you know.
0: What that saying? was a, one of the trivia questions I have. I'm like, what is the only thing she says she serves there? Tongue, tongue, tongue. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna. I'm like, dude, this movie. Like, I was rewatching it. I'm like, it really is kind of intense. For kids, that part where she's like going to stick Chunk's hand in the blender and oh, like yeah. slicing all that stuff—I'm like, dude, that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. terrifying. That's right. But, yeah, I mean, there's a couple like pretty intense little moments
2: in it where it's—and have you noticed that goof? Um, so th- uh, is it Chunk running away from the? Yeah, he's running away from the place, right? Uh, and those the Fratelli brothers come up on him. Yeah, and the he just starts singing. Opera? opera yeah yeah but then it's a shot of the rear view mirror of the side mirror and uh-huh. he's not singing oh yeah 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 watch that yeah watch that yeah watch that when you uh, you but you still hear he his voice yeah him. he just yeah. kind of smiles at mm-hmm, him but
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Lighthouse Lounge was set. Lounge, yeah. It was a set created in Ecola State Park, overlooking uh, Cannon Beach. Oh so yeah, yeah it yeah, was just cool. it was just made yeah, for the. Because it was a cool set too. It Whatever was a they designed, cool set. it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, they
0: like aged it, and then they had the basement with the fireplace down like, there. That like yeah, once yeah. he spills the water, and that kind of goes under the fire, and they realize there's tunnels like that. I mean, still, like I wish I could just. Even now, I want to get into the basement of the Garland and <laughs> go see if there's like cool, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, like what's hidden under there. Like, is there like a is treasure there, chest? Is there catacombs th- that takes us downtown yeah, yeah. like Spokane? Posters yeah, yeah. under there or something yeah. like where an old theater owner would store them from like the 1945 yeah. or whatever.
2: And what's the backstory that you pick up with with Sloth, like? I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sloth <laughs> still, is
0: such a weird it's, character. It's one of the brothers, right? I mean, I it's her. Time. Yeah,
2: it's her son. I'm guessing. Yeah, you know man, what I'm like saying?
0: Chained up down there and stuff too. Like because
2: she kind of hints at it, like. You know, I'm sorry I dropped you as a baby but or yeah, some shit like, like that, that. You know, yes, it, yeah, right? Am yeah. I wrong? She she you know, you're you're not wrong. I just like good. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Of, but that's
0: still like such a weird element to throw it into really the movie. Is, dude, it really is, dude, if you think about and it, it like, works when especially when you're young but it's still like as you get older you're like why did
3: they add that's
0: messed up dude you drop the it.
2: your kid and then you chained him up yeah. because he's like disfigured you know what i'm saying <laughs> that, that's he's basically huge. it yeah. yeah that's crazy and he gets along with Chuck and you feed him Chuck, like, ruth babies you know, you know what i'm <laughs> saying
0: baby. like and they get really connected yeah whoop, and then he gets adopted there's like a whole i guess scene that was cut where they actually adopt Sloth. Uh, Chunk's parents adopt him, and they throw him a bar mitzvah. No way! <laughs> it's like a cutscene. Like, afterwards? Yeah. after. No way!
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, but that's awesome. That's awesome. That would have been a funny
0: touch to, like, add at the end. Like, if they, even if they did, like, where the characters went, and they kind of
2: show, like, just... Sloth at a bar mitzvah, like doing that's fantastic. Over. I remember what? that. Didn't he say something like that at the end of it, like that they were adopting? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they were going to adopt, adopt him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And his little
0: ears like moving. That's right. Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. yeah. And even think about sloth and how m- my kids are going to react because my kids have never seen this movie. Oh wow. And they're going to cool. see oh, it. Cool. And they're going to see it tonight. We should do a wow. post
0: movie interview with them for the podcast. Yeah. What did you guys think?
1: they'll probably be, they'll, i i'm gonna give them 45 minutes before they, they fall they asleep because ah, okay. like you know they they they're gonna be tired let's give them some red bull well, lucas what is your experience with like the goonies when would like do you know when you first saw it i was very young. so my growing up my dad did not care what i watched from like a
0: very young age i yeah. remember thinking like i'm Watching Die Hard, and the only reason I knew I wasn't supposed to see it is because I would tell my friends at school, like, Oh, I saw this movie. Oh. They're like, My parents would never let me watch that. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, so I remember, but I so I watched Goonies pretty young, like I must have been like five, four or five. Mm. And I did the only reason my dad always wanted to watch these movies, and he didn't he wasn't going to not watch them if I was in the room. So I just got to watch kind of whatever. And I remember watching this movie very young and sloth did kind of freak me out. But I remember thinking the movie was fun. I, I always just kind of had like this sense of adventure in me still to this day. Mm. That's why I road trip all the time. I'm always kind of moving around. I've lived in a bunch of different places and I feel like movies like that and like the Spielberg movies and, stuff where you start an average day and something takes you off like a direction you just weren't expecting and you don't ever stop. Like you don't cut it off. Like you keep seeing how deep the rabbit hole is gonna go. And I'm always kind of looking for that adventure. And that's why I started traveling the country because these historic, beautiful theaters always kind of have cool stories attached to them. Mm. And I always wanna feel like I'm gonna discover a story about one of them that I get to take deeper and I just am still looking for that thing. I'm still looking even here now. It's like I, when I start working at theaters, I dig into the places that no one goes to. Like if there's like a secret mm. hole in the ceiling or whatever, I'll go in there and I'll be like, what's hidden up here? What's hidden in the basement? Or you get underneath the screens. Like, uh, I found old, I mean, a lot of it's like kind of garbage where you find old, uh, theater cups or popcorn bags Mm. or like but they're boxes of them that they must have stored there and just kind of left behind and no one's been in there to clear it out Mm. but i'll find stuff like that and i've never found anything that was like a treasure map or it's like (laughs) i keep going or like something (laughs) that was lost that i want to find the owner and see if they remember it when you go back and try to give it to them that's literally all kind of stemmed from me probably watching goonies when i was very young yeah because i've always had this sense that I remember even when I first moved up here, I was hiking and, uh, at Spirit Lake, my cousins and I, we took a canoe across the lake and we were digging through the rocks, kind of climbing up the, uh, side of a, like a hillside. And I found this rock that looked like a key, and so the whole day we kept seeing if there was it was could fit into a place to open up like a secret door that we could go into and find treasure. Like it was just stuff you did when you were like 9 or 10 years yeah, old. You were absolutely. always like looking for that adventure, looking absolutely. for that story. Because this movie, that's what happened to them. They found a map. And what's his name? could Mouth could speak Spanish. <laughs> like oh, I was yeah. able to kind of yeah, read fantastic. the map a little
2: bit for him. So. And dad worked at the historical society, society or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how he
0: had the map. Had yeah. the stuff in the attic. Yeah. yeah. And for, I mean, the way the movie starts, it's a little bit like too convenient they're like we're being kicked out of this house like let's go check in the attic and see. But if we you can. know that's the yeah, 80s you exactly. know it's like
2: set up the classic trope exactly. you know what i'm saying like why not you know it works yeah it works for
0: sure and then it sets you off on this adventure and even from the beginning they well so i guess i didn't pick this parallel when i watched it i only picked it up reading this so even one-eyed Willie, the pirate who had the ship Sean Austin has this connection to him. Mikey has this connection to him throughout the whole movie. And we're never really quite sure what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's but a But they good cut a point. scene where One-Eyed Willie <laughs> has an inhaler, <laughs> like an old 1600s, and so that's he had asthma funny. too or something, but they uh, cut it out. But they were kind of showing that Mikey connected to One-Eyed Willie. And that's why when he was setting the booby traps at the house, like even when he opened the front gate for a Chunk, yeah. how the, like, the bowling ball would roll down and yeah. all that kind of stuff would happen when they go into the oh, caves, all the Willie traps and all that did stuff. Did the same thing. Exactly.
2: Oh. So it's, he's
0: kind of like, he feels like he's the reincarnated version of one eyed Willie. And that's why at the very end too, he's like, don't touch that treasure. That's Willie. That's Willie's. Yeah. Oh. He knows that like, that's meant for him. And then when the Fratelli's try to take it, yeah, it sets they get off screwed. the booby yeah. traps. Absolutely. Yeah. And they lose everything. Absolutely. So, yeah. But I didn't p- even pick up that as an adult. But it, apparently that was the what they were. That's the pretty good, line to man. It. That's yeah. pretty good. But I I read that. I didn't even come up with that on my own. So is this one <laughs> of Josh Brolin's first movies? It was his very him and Sean Austin They're both of their very first movies. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, Josh Brolin. He had a. I didn't realize he had famous parents too. Oh, yeah, really? James Brolin. He, oh is it James What's Brolin? It? I, it might have been. Yeah, his yeah. Yeah,
1: his father is James Brolin, who's oh, like funny. the famous. I mean, isn't James the Brolin's, action star? The action, yeah. yeah, he's very famous. Um, and obviously, Sean Austin is related to Petty Duke Patty and Petty Duke. Yeah. Um, and then his, I mean, his father, dad his. his dad, but his stepfather. I mean, I guess it was his um, adopted father. Um, um, I forget what his his name is. Me too. Uh, but. He's very, he's also famous. Yeah, it was the cast of the, the cast of the movie is like, I mean, even, I mean, it's I don't think, I kind of feel like it's kind of unparalleled in terms of like, even like E.T., like the, I mean, Drew Barrymore Barrymore blew up from, but like, like the, the actors from that, like there's not, they're not very famous anymore but like there's well, so they're many famous
0: there because people from our like Mike Flanagan Mike, is, yeah. was a big fan of E.T. And so he's friends with uh, who's the kid in E.T. What I forget his name now, but he keeps casting him in a bunch of stuff, like all his horror movies he puts them in. And so it's almost like their nostalgia factor is now playing into. Oh, Henry Thomas. That's why, oh, yeah, yeah, Henry Thomas. That's why Sean Austin was in stranger things. And so was Winona Ryder. Mm. It's like those, the Duffer brothers, were raised on the same movies we were raised on. And now they get to cast the people that have kind of become a little bit irrelevant yeah. Yeah. and they get to like revitalize. S- them so that's where way, when you yeah.
1: mentioned, when you mentioned like if this type of movie can, can reinvigorate, like can if it can keep on going to the next generation. Yeah, And when I watch things like the Str- when stranger things, uh-huh. which is a, obviously a, they they take from E.T. They All take from stuff, yeah. they take from the Goonies. They take from so many movies yeah. in the eighties. Like like if that can be successful now, like these movies should That's be. percent. Oh, these movies should just be of this a way to like enjoy Stranger Things. If you like, yeah. if you enjoyed Stranger Things first, like you should be like that. This should be required viewing. If you. Enjoy Boy strangers. Yeah, if you enjoy Stranger Things, and it, As it things. does
0: evolve it for sure. Like these, the newer stuff does evolve it for the next but, generation. But
2: is that speaking? Are stranger Things, for example, is that speaking to our generation? Like, are we the ones watching it? Both, I well, think. Yeah. That's yeah. Why? Because they're tapping into both. Because we so?
0: want to watch it with our kids. Because yeah. we like it. Yeah. 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 And so the kids get because that's a shared experience. So you get to watch it with your kids. You're kind yeah. of evolving them. And then the kids get, they get a fun family night watching something that's kind of scary. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of feels a little adult, but it's like not, it never crosses any lines. It's like too much. So it's like everybody kind of enjoys it. Yeah, I mean that's This generation is like tapping in, I mean, Top Gun, like all of that stuff. Mm. That's why I don't know what is going to be the nostalgia for the generation even after that. Because I'm like, what are they... Who knows? But I mean, nostalgia happen. is
1: always going to be a thing that for sure we that but what like, original IP. I mean, like it's always going to like it's always going to get redone. Like it's always mm-hmm. going to be when we're sixty years old, they're going to be remaking Top Gun again because <laughs> all the six-year-old they want to get the six-year-olds back in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, original IPs just like they or like old like nostalgia IPs are just going to keep on. Coming back, like we're wonder, going to get it. We're going to get a reboot of the Goonies, or we're gonna get something of the Goonies in the next, so? in, but in the next wonder, ten years. Like, I, I mean, can we get like how can like, it not a, can it not, a yeah.
0: version of Stand by Me now, like just like a very simple story? About, I mean, literally four kids going to find a dead body. It's such like a weird concept for a movie, but that movie is amazing. It ties in, the music's incredible, the dialogue's incredible, it ties you into just being a child. And it's kind of like a loss of innocence a little bit, but it never really, you don't feel it as harshly. They have like bullies in it and it's kind of intense in moments, but I'm like, why don't we get just simple stories like that today? It's, I don't know. I just, I, I haven't seen anything like it that kind of captures because I feel like you could make that about a 90 our nineties childhood, like going to a blockbuster video and like going on an adventure, just doing something. I Mm. haven't remember going down the bluff and walking those train tracks for miles on off the bluff over there. Mm. And I'm like, I could probably tell a story that might be made into a movie similar to that and just, When you lose those childhood connections like whatever people move off to college or go whatever some people stay or have kids earlier whatever it is but we haven't seen those movies yet and Mm. i kind of want like the nostalgia factor of my childhood told in a modern movie
1: now Mm. because
0: kids don't do they even know what it's like to go to a blockbuster or like a video store on a friday night and the 90s, like
1: I've mean, obviously no, <laughs> no,
0: but they haven't even made they haven't even tied a movie into that yet, which I think is so you strange. Know,
2: Earth to Echo, I thought was I don't know if that was I a- haven't seen it. Yeah, it, it, three kids, mm. um, but they, I mean, it's pretty similar. You know, they start out and they go on this crazy adventure and assemble this big spaceship and oh, everything okay. like that, it's like flying like, the Navigator. Like, yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. it's okay. very 80s esque. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying, but done in a Modern way, and I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty well done. But you touched on, and I don't know if this is going on a, a side, sidetrack, but you touched on the catacombs that are hidden under Spokane. Oh right, have you ever are been under? Those? I haven't
1: been under this, the
2: catacombs. Of Spokane, I haven't either. Or Wait, why are there catacombs, where under there's Spokane? like okay,
1: because there was a fire in like the uh, nineteen early nineteen hundreds, and then they, they raised. Like they they raised the floor of the of the downtown because well, of it. Interesting. The, and
2: because the steam plant is where obviously all the steam came first. Spokane. Yeah. And. and so the tunnels were connecting major uh, downtown buildings huh. to be able to get their uh, steam to it. Okay. So um, they the, 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 they to didn't
0: power things. Well, yeah, so they heat the building and yeah. everything yeah. like yeah. that. Like Weird. this is
2: pre electricity. Yeah. But um, a lot of those tunnels, those existing underground tunnels still exist. Was it like prohibition stuff
0: too? Where they were like, mm-hmm. Probably, mm-hmm. Probably, and yeah. stuff like probably. that under there?
2: Because I, I mean, I don't know
0: a ton about Spokane history. Because I feel like, well, now that I'm older and I've moved back here, now I'm just, I love history more and more. And as I find pictures of the old rail lines that went above the Monroe Street Bridge, I'm like, I didn't even know... That in the clock tower in Riverfront Park, that used yeah. to be a train station. Yeah. That's why that clock tower is there. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. And I've only found that out in the last like six months since I've moved back. Absolutely. Which is like now I really want to start digging into Spokane history because I feel like there is fascinating parts to it that are still, oh, like listening to the podcast with Justin Owens and his grandfather who recently passed away. They were talking about how the road in Hangman Valley would get washed out uh due to the floods and stuff Mm. and so one of the ranchers back then owned one of the casinos that was downtown and he took all his old um slot machines and he took like like a thousand of them and made a wall (laughs) out of it to hold the mud from sliding onto the road because they needed to use it to tractor stuff in and out for the winter and all of those are still there. They're buried now in this mud. The and slot the, machines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All those wow. old slot machines are there. I don't know exactly where they are. He kind of described it in the podcast, but I've been wanting to go out and like to start digging and see if you can find cool. all the old slot machines. If you like, could just find, apparently one, there's cool. thousands. Like there's a ton of them down there. Yeah. No way. All in Hangman Valley, and he has like all these cool. Okay, old that's stories. a cool adventure right there. Exactly. Man. But I'm like, I want. That's why I wanted to get some maybe a local historian or just some old yeah. people and like there has to be weird lore about spokane that
3: we can yeah. kind of kelly? Right now.
2: <laughs> so. I, kelly was just telling me about manito zoo oh yeah and where what were you saying where the bear cage was uh, behind the park, cafe. oh wow <laughs> and there's still <laughs> evidence that it's there cool
1: behind the park pinch cafe yeah
2: Sweet. It's still there. Wow. How
0: cool is that? That is awesome. Wow. Well, that was like a. you know that's really cool. Like uh Hearst Castle down in like it's just above San Luis Obispo. So Hearst was the newspaper tycoon who they made um what's the movie? Citizen Kane about. And oh, okay. if you go to Hearst Castle, it's unbelievable. Like it's what it's probably one of the major United States castles. It's built on this hillside in California. It overlooks the ocean. It's absolutely beautiful. But as you drive up there, they have the old zoo that he had, I mean, monkeys and lions and giraffes mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And they have all the enclosures that are still all around the hillside. Wow. But none of the animals were there. But he had a ton of wildlife mm. just roaming this hillside in California. Wow. But it is, it's kind of cool when you go travel, you can see those spots that are still there and even spokane you'll drive around like cliff park they have that old yeah there's just ruins here that are still there but you don't know what it's tied to did you know that in cannon hill you know the pond in cannon hill park yeah uh that used to be an old brick making factory and so when they took that all down, all the, like, the basement of it is where the pond is. Mm. Ah. And that's so, as it filled up, that's why there's a pond in wow. Cannon Hill Park. And they have all those bridges, the, like, what's that, 10 minutes? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so be, uh, before, we got, like, we just have, like, 10 minutes before the... Where the, is it? Or 20 minutes is gonna, gonna be here. And okay. uh, one of the things I really want to talk about, because the biggest one of the reasons why we wanted to do this was about getting people back to the cinema, like after COVID, like it's just been, you know, obviously like Top Gun has helped with helping, helping in the the big blockbusters are helping getting people back to the theater. But like one of the things I wanted to talk about in this first episode was like our first experiences going to the cinema, like why it's so important to, to come back, to come back or even to get your children to the theater because like when we talk about like the like growing like like giving our the nostalgia nostalgia, like giving our children the nostalgia that we want like you gotta like you (laughs) gotta plant
3: that you gotta have the
1: experience of going to see that movie when you're a kid and like if you don't give that to your kids or you don't give that to the younger generation then like the cinemas are going to die like well especially these historic
0: beautiful old ones yes kids aren't attached to them now, they, the next generation doesn't care if they right. use it because they don't have the same memories that yeah. they had growing up. So yeah. why
2: is it important? Because,
1: like, it's, I mean, I I have all of my, like, childhood is, like, Going to see Twister at Newport Cinema. Yeah. Going to see I even saw, riding bikes I, I, to I, the theater. Yeah, like, yeah. like I I rode me and my friends rode yeah. around um like on the north side of Spokane. We mm-hmm. rode from we wanted to go see the Sixth Sense. <laughs> and so we went to Newport, couldn't go see it at Newport. We went to there was like three theaters that you could ride your bike around. And oh. we finally got to Lion Cinema, which is up um kind of north near I oh, mean, it's like on Division, and we saw, I mean, like, I rode my bike around to find, Wait, to was go see a six, to see a six Sense, because it was sold out everywhere. So you
0: literally biked
1: multiple places yeah. to find a
0: not sold out screening? Yes. That's and awesome. So, like, and
1: I went and saw... Did like, it deliver? It did. It yeah, be, like' I mean, that's I mean, still, I think that's my yeah, number one like, favorite one I, favorite yeah, world like, know, like, like, a, I love when it. When you think about, that's a twist, like, in yeah. Night Shyamalan, like, that's, like, why I even see in Night Shyamalan movies, so...
0: is I've never been late to a movie ever in my life. If anything, I'm a half hour early to every single movie I've probably ever seen. The only movie I've ever been late to was The Sixth Sense, so I didn't know he got shot.
3: (laughs) Oh my Uh, gosh, you
0: missed the whole... That's funny. But but it blew my mind even more (laughs) that he was
3: dead at the end. Have you ever walked out of a movie?
0: uh, I have. I've walked out of five or six movies now, and I've started walking out more recently that I've started reviewing movies because I see everything now. The last movie I walked out of was that David Cronenberg, uh, Crimes of the Future. I was like, enough of this. Like I was like, I'm not into it. I walked
1: I out of uh uh man, it was George Clooney and it's on what, like a space station. Oh, Solaris. She, Solaris. Me yeah. and Abby walked out of Solaris. It was like it was she's awful. That's uh we, um, but yeah, does anyone,
0: uh, <laughs> anyone want to come up and share a memory? Oh, of she does. Oh of my goodness. the Goonies or or the Garland. <laughs> you you got you can come down. We have a mic. We have for a you. mic. Yeah, if you'd like to come down and talk about oh why gosh. you're here for the Goonies and why this you movie can come is so on down special if you to want. you. I was like, as soon as I saw the
1: pirate hat, <laughs>
2: look, and she's got the sloth shirt on too. That's woo.
1: It's not yet. This can you test it real quick? Can test it. Talking. Hello. There we go.
4: Hi, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's my birthday, and what do you do when you're in your 40s
3: and you love the Goonies but dress up like someone? yeah and come and to hey the gar- you guys. and
0: come to the Garland? <laughs> right? So yeah, are can you we, a, do you, you come here pretty her often? Can we give her a print? Oh yeah, we do it. Well, will okay. So we have something so special yes, for you. So yes, we after. do. My
4: grandmother lived. Um, just right down Monroe and Kiernan. And my mom worked here when she was 15. Oh, wow. wow. And so we've kind of always grown up. What
0: year here. was that, that she was working lot, here, you think? I
4: don't know, she's 60.
0: Oh, wow, so she must've been like, yeah. I mean, the early was, days mm-hmm. of the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: For sure, and so we've, yeah, we've
0: come So here. you've always had an attachment to this place. Like yes. your mom had it, she raised you here, you've been coming here, they're yes. still coming to this day on
1: your yes. birthday.
4: I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. What was I the mean, first movie you saw here? Do you, you to remember? Me to remember that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, remember the first movie I saw here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I was probably <laughs> really small. Yeah, how far yeah. younger okay. than even us. I mean,
4: I know we saw Gremlins here. Oh wow! Um,
1: early, like the earliest memory. Like, do you have an e. early e. memory? I mean, like, I, Ooh, like 80s. yeah,
0: yeah, Goonies yeah. stuff. Of course, of course, yeah. So, what is it? Goonies top five for you? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Is it really the number one? Is yeah. it your favorite movie? Mm-hmm. And what wow. is it about this movie specifically that you kind of connected to as a child?
4: Um, we also grew up going to Astoria. We had a family there. Okay. So just the connection with just Pacific
3: Northwest and yeah.
0: here. So. It does. Yeah. It means something more to... I don't... I can't say that specifically, but I do think to people raised in this area, mm-hmm. they connect to this movie in a very different way. I was way, wondering
2: actually. that too. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it definitely, I mean, you feel it cause we know the feeling of like that, the mist kind of moving through the hills and the, mm-hmm. in a story and just the rainy days and, all of it. Like, we very 5%. much connect to these characters and yeah. these kids right. and the setting. I
4: mean, it was five, and I was certain I saw the pirate ship. I that's mean, amazing. it's
0: just, it's <laughs> just that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. And so, so, you came out to the Garland on your birthday to come see your favorite movie. I mean, why not? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing.
4: My sister is dressed like Chunk, but she didn't.
0: So, we do have a print for you <laughs> oh, for uh, coming down. So, this is oh, an Astoria, Oregon print oh, made by this you. gentleman right
2: here. Um
0: how yeah. Exciting! Thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah, with a pirate ship on it and everything, right. man. <laughs> yeah. My All kids
4: are going to be stoked. Yeah, <laughs> that's but awesome. But they
2: got
0: to stay at home, so. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, what's your name? And uh, Sammy. Okay, mm-hmm. Sammy. Nice to meet you. Nice yeah, to meet so we're you as well. starting to do this as now live from the Garland. Fantastic. Uh, there's, we're going to do a couple movies throughout the summer and just kind of talk about the nostalgia of the theater, like mm-hmm. why people are coming for this movie specifically. That's awesome. And so, yeah, Good I mean, guys. you're about as <laughs> perfect of example. Fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. thank, thank you so, you so, much. so much. Thank, thank you. you. Would anyone else like to talk about why they're here for the Goonies or any uh, memory from the Garland that they'd like to share?
1: Um, I was going to say, like, my earliest memory of coming to the Garland was – it was 1991 uh-huh. and it was a summer. It was like a summer movie and we, uh, I wouldn't saw Rockadoodle.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rock-a-doodle. Rockadoodle. I forgot, I forgot about, all about oh that, God. man. Uh, that was
0: like the brave little toaster time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. Right around yeah. yeah, there. That. Weird. Oh my God. Was that
2: Disney too? No, that was no. like, a,
1: was it Dom? Not, not, I is it Dom DeLuise?
0: Maybe.
2: Um, what was the word? Okay. Elliot is coming. Oh, nice. This is my son, Elliot. This, uh he's you're gonna share uh memory about the goonies okay or the garland Um, either one
0: whatever you'd like to talk um so my earliest memory of the garland is coming here with my grandma uh and we saw the lorax and we were sitting in those seats over there (laughs) And I was throwing popcorn off of it at people. And then she was getting really mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's a staple of the garland still, the popcorn all over the ground. Well, they keep this place pretty clean now. But when I was a kid, it was not nearly... As clean. So it sounds <laughs> like even from your youth, it wasn't as clean.
4: Yeah, and he taught me how to do that. <laughs> how you to ta-
0: yeah, you how to taught me to f- yeah, yeah, just to throw it at people. It's almost like spit wads. Like was yeah. you teaching yeah, you to do that stuff too. Yeah. yeah,
4: just toss it off at people. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, what's your favorite movie you've seen here,
4: um, or a movie that
0: you is the Lorax probably your strongest memory that you remember from here?
4: Mm, it was either. I think we saw a Christmas story here. Oh, yeah, Yeah,
2: and everybody was dressed up. It was yeah, fantastic. it was really cool. Awesome. It so was like really around cool. Christmas time yeah. too. Yeah. Oh my God, I bet this place gets decked out.
0: Yeah, and that it's was just fantastic.
3: like last year, right? Yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. So
0: you remember that one really yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. So, well, yeah. Well, thank you for. Uh, do you have anything else? Any other um, memory of this place? You just remember causing really. problems. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> Do you want? Do you want to print?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's got plenty of them. He's
1: got all he's the like, Hell print. No. <laughs> Do you, you want like to come tell the story? Talk about? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what's your name? Uh, my name is Jude, and my brother's name is Oliver. Nice to meet you too. You too. And so, do you have a memory about the Goonies or about the theater or both? Um, no, we're just here because of um, well, the podcast and. Uh, um, we it's our first time seeing the Goonies and oh you're gonna see it for the first time tonight yes. oh wow it's exciting yes it is and it's also our first uh time at the
3: theater oh wow, oh, wow. 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 Yes. all right congratulations wow. that's so, awesome so first what are your boat. first
0: impressions have have you seen this place before no, no. oh you've never even seen the theater so you wow. this is your first time this even seeing cool. it and coming here yes and so what do you think so um, I think it's uh, better than AMC. You, uh, yeah, yes. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, and isn't man. it weird that it's just like one big, like this whole building is just for that screen. Yeah, yes. It's kind of crazy, yeah. right? So yeah. back, this was made back before like TVs were coming out. And so that's why if people wanted to see the news or see any like anything moving on a screen. They had to come to the movies. So this used to be a thousand seats and they could f- fill that many people because they just wanted to not listen to the radio and actually go see something moving on screen. Sweet. Isn't that crazy?
3: Yes, that is me. <laughs> because I know, cause, yeah. cause
2: you could just stay home and stream this on your phone, right? Yes. yes. Stream this movie. Yeah. Why come here? Why? Like this lady even dressed up like a pirate. That's fantastic. Why come here and see this movie with all of us? You can say, because my mom made me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you want. <laughs> as much as I want to, it's
0: probably because of, uh, we just wanted to get out of and do something. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, yeah. so you come around, you're come like you surrounded by your neighbors, that people live that by the building. And yes. instead of watching it at home, where you watch probably most of your stuff, yeah. you come and now you get to experience the Goonies for the first time. I'd like to interview you yes. after the movie and see what you think seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. would be cool, yeah. So yeah. what year were you born?
3: Uh, I was born in 2012.
0: Oh, wow. Man. So this movie is, what, yeah. 30 years older than you probably? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But That's how old crazy. are you now? Uh, 10.
2: 10. ten. ten see, so right old. around the right age. Yeah, yeah for like, sure, yeah. A lot of yeah. these kids were right around They're ten, gonna 10 years old. They're 12. Yeah. So
0: it'll be curious to see, do you watch Stranger Things? No. Okay. So i will be curious to see what you think of this movie, and then one day you'll watch Stranger Things. Because it very much ties into the same elements. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for well, coming. Thank do, you you coming to down? do you want to hear anything? You can just say hi if you want. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to meet you both.
1: Thank you for thank coming you. down. And you. And Make sure you take do, a
0: print.
2: you want oh, a print? Yeah.
1: Take a print.
2: Yeah, make sure, here you go. make sure your mom gets a print. You didn't get that one, right? Oh. You haven't got a story this is yet?
1: The, so
0: that no. print okay. is where the movie was filmed. You'll see it all throughout it. So yeah,
1: yeah, well, we gotta wrap it up. It's filling in here, and Woo-hoo! movie's about to start in like oh, well, six, eight, eight minutes, like okay. eight minutes. But like, uh, any final, any final thoughts? Well, thank you, everyone who's come coming out to the Goonies.
0: Uh, we will be doing this a few times throughout the summer. We will be sure we actually launched the uh, live from the Garland Instagram page. So I'll be announcing the movies that we're going to be showing. Yeah we just want to get people back to the Garland. Yeah. We want to get people back to the movies absolutely, and yeah. to keep this theater going yeah. and engage with it in a different way. And if you guys are listening to this, please come down and share a memory, share like, why yeah. are you coming out for this specific movie? What the Garland means to you? And uh, yeah, yeah, we'd love to talk to you. We will be, doing about an hour and a half before the movie uh
1: going for yeah we'll we'll keep on we'll keep we'll do a couple of these over the next summer we're going to be doing stand by me happy gilmore breakfast club yep and then we'll probably keep on doing more after that fall series and and winter series and i was going to say like even chris you're you're moving in next door your vintage print place is going to be right next door so you can absolutely and uh just tuck over here man yeah absolutely
2: This is great. And are are we thinking you're gonna talk to folks afterwards, like download or if we yeah mm, yeah I'll set up in the lobby
0: afterwards. So after the movie plays, we'll set up have like a little booth out there that we can talk to people. That's to great. That's about cool. Yeah. And
1: just especially those kids' reactions. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with Stand by Me. So peace.